0: Before we get started, a quick note, I have made an ADHD mistake, and I need your help with it. When I set up this podcast, it was over on Spotify for podcasters, and I moved platforms a couple of months ago over to Acast. And what you have to do when you move platforms is you have to reclaim your podcast on each of the platforms. But of course, ADHD me, I did the move, I set it all up, and then I'd forgotten that I'd done it. So I went and did it again. And I've claimed the podcast twice. So if you look up ADHD Fest over on, I think it's just Apple. It will come up twice. There's two versions of the show. This is fine, of course, like as long as you're listening to it, I don't care. But it's going to confuse the numbers. And I don't actually know how well the podcast is doing or how badly it's doing. So I'm going to have to take one of the versions down. There's no way of me being able to tell you which version is going to come down. So this is a special request to you. If you follow ADHD Fest podcast, please go and search it again on your platform and make sure you are following all versions of the podcast because I'm going to give it one month and then I'm going to delete one of the versions that is up there. So you will only find it once from March onwards. I'm going to delete it on March 1st. So you have from now until March 1st to join both versions of it because one of them is going to disappear and I have no way of telling you which one. So hopefully you'll forgive me. I'm hoping if you're listening, then you've done something silly like this too with ADHD and it's all fine and we're all friends. Anyway, let's get on with the episode. Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of self-development and spirituality law of attraction thrown in the mix with it. My name is Tara Pratt, I am your host and this week I want to talk about something that has been very popular on social media called a dopamine menu or a doper menu as an alternative. I'm getting straight into it today because I've got loads to share on this because at first I kind of fobbed this off as a popular gimmicky thing on social media but actually once I've looked more deeply into this I think this can be really helpful for us and if you stay all the way till the end I've also got a little freebie for you to share as well to help you with this. A dopamine menu or a doper menu I think I'm gonna call it probably interchangeably both throughout because I can never remember which one it is, so just bear with me. If you haven't heard of it before, it's a really simple concept. This actually came about in 2020, which I had never heard of it until probably the end of 2023, so it's only just like making the rounds in the mainstream, I think, or I just didn't see it till now. But it originally came from a YouTube video in 2020 by Jessica I want to say McCabe, M C C A B E. How to ADHD. I follow her account. You're probably familiar with it yourself. She's over on YouTube, and she came up with this concept of the dopamine menu. And basically, she's suggesting that dopamine menus are a tool that people with ADHD can use when they need stimulation. So when they're feeling under stimulated, but they've got no ideas for what to do, so it's just pre planning healthy ways to get your dopamine. If you don't really understand overstimulation, understimulation, I'm just gonna quickly run you through that. If we're gonna completely simplify it, ADHD is mainly a problem with neurotransmitters, how they work with your brain, how they're produced in your brain. It's a really simplified summary of it. The neurotransmitters in your brain play a large role in pleasure, learning, and motivation, and it causes a whole host of problems for us. And we need quite a lot of stimulation. A lot of our behaviors are actually motivated by this need to seek more dopamine and more stimulation. So signs of understimulation that you might be aware of are feeling really restless, maybe feeling angry and you don't know why and frustrated. You might have a really strong urge to do something unhealthy like binge, or scroll social media, or play video games all day and all night. You might be craving attention. You might feel clingy to your friends and family you might be impulsive and you might have a complete lack of inspiration. You know you should be doing something, you feel an urge to do something, but you don't know what it is and you just feel uninspired and you do absolutely nothing, which is different to ADHD paralysis, which is an executive functioning problem where you know what to do, you just don't do it. This is where you feel like you should be doing something, but you don't know what it is and you're just uninspired, unmotivated. So they're all signs of of understimulation. And that is where this concept of the dopamine menu comes in, but I haven't actually told you what the dopamine menu consists of yet, have I? It's like your restaurant menu. It consists of starters or appetizers, if you're over in the US, your mains, your sides, and your desserts. So appetizers, they are activities that will boost your dopamine, but they're a quick fix and they give you immediate pleasure but they're like healthier quick fixes. Then mains are healthy ways to boost dopamine longer term in a bigger way, they're more rewarding. And when you've got free time, it's like the healthy choice of a good dopamine boost. Sides can be paired with less enjoyable activities to make them more pleasurable. So when you're doing chores, when you're doing housework, when you're doing something that you don't enjoy and you need something stimulating, The sides are the tasks that you can do alongside that. And then we get to desserts. These are just like real life desserts. Unhealthy ways to scratch that itch, unhealthy ways to seek stimulation. But they're a coping strategy that we use when we need them. And we try to avoid using them too much. But sometimes you're just too tired. You just can't think and you're going to use those options. So why would we create one? Is this just a gimmick? Or is it a tool that can actually help us? I think it's the latter and here's why. Yes, as ADHDers, we need dopamine, but all not all dopamine is created the same. Not all activities are gonna release it in the same way. The amount of dopamine that's released and how sustained that release is completely depends on the activities. An activity like running, causes sustained low level increase for dopamine for several hours. So that would be a healthy dopamine release for you. On the other hand, like having a really sugary cake or drink leads to a high much more quickly, but only in the short term. So there's gonna be a high in dopamine and then a crash very shortly afterwards. And most importantly, and why I think the dopamine menu is gonna be so helpful is because they actually did a study on rats where they measured dopamine levels in them and they found that the frequency that we do these activities in and the high that we get out of them is decreased the more often we do them the order in which we do them so say you start off the day with one of them quick very high dopamine releases you're going to come down to a crash. But if you try and do that same release again shortly after, you're not going to get as big as of a high from it. And this is called habituation. Your brain is less effective at producing dopamine because you've got a higher tolerance for it because you've already been so stimulated. So that initial high lessens. And we can see this in our everyday lives. We know even when you meet a person, you fancy let's say you've got a crush and you meet them for the first time that initial high is so big you're so impressed by them you're so excited and the next time you see them they might have done absolutely nothing different you might find them just as attractive and interesting and engaging but it never quite feels the same it never quite feels as exciting as the first time so that's what this is on a much smaller scale a little side note to help with that completely off topic. But what I've found does help you get that boost out of things again and again is gratitude. I keep coming back to this, but my daily gratitude, I do it in the morning. You can do it at night. You can do weekly gratitude if you want. When I just think about the little things that I do get joy out of, it does give me a dopamine boost continually when I keep doing them. The novelty doesn't wear off as easily. Anyway, that's by the by. So what I'm saying is we need to create this dopamine menu to make sure A, we're not having too many desserts, not too many of those unhealthy ways, because with ADHD, it's well known for us to have addictive personalities because we're always seeking that dopamine boost. It works exactly the same way as drugs, of course it does. All it does is release chemicals in our body and we can become habituated to stuff really quickly. So we wanna be trying to avoid those desserts where we can And the way we do that is to use more of those healthy dopamine boosting things. And this menu really helps take the thinking out of it. It makes it easy for us. If we've only got five minutes before work, we can pick a starter. If we've got a bit of time in the afternoon and we don't know what to do with ourselves and we're feeling understimulated, we can choose a main. That is a healthy way to get that dopamine that is going to sustain us for longer and we're not going to be reaching for unhealthy things, unhealthy ways to do it. And the sides, I love a dopamine side, absolutely love listening to a podcast while I'm doing chores, things like that. So whether you actually have ADHD or not, engaging in healthy, long-acting, pleasurable activities will always have a positive impact on both your mental health and your physical health we get stuck in the trap of scrolling and then that's whether you've got ADHD or not. There's loads of neurotypicals that are completely addicted to their phones. This is gonna be a way to help us to find more healthy ways to stimulate ourselves and just have fun and enjoy our lives more. So let's look at this together. I've come up with a bunch of examples that you can use to create your dopamine menu. And as I say, if you wait till the end, I've got a little freebie for you to help you with that. So let's start at the start, starters, some ideas for this deep breaths. Now, if you are not used to stopping and counting to 10 and taking a deep breath, this is going to sound stupid to you. You might think it's pointless doing it, but just try it before you knock it. Take those deep breaths, close your eyes, try and look at a nice view if you can. Take a deep breath in and count it, And then take a deep breath out. And once you've done a few of them, it really, it does stimulate the dopamine. It's been shown to stimulate dopamine, but also it just gives you that little bit of space when you're feeling overstimulated, when you're feeling stressed and frustrated. Another one is movement. So this, you could do like 10 jumping jacks on the spot. You could do some gentle stretches. You could throw a short song on and just have a dance. Movement is known to stimulate dopamine and it's going to get you going before you start that hard work task or whatever you need to do. Or if you're just feeling a bit blue, get up and move. Count yourself down, Mel Robbins style. Five, four, three, two, one, move. And just get up and jump about and act silly. It will help. Number three is a snack. Snack. You can have a quick snack that's going to boost your dopamine. Try and make it a healthy one if you can. A nice apple, banana, whatever, it's going to stimulate you. One of my favorites is hugs. Hugs stimulate not only dopamine, but they stimulate oxytocin as well, which is the love hormone. So it's going to make you feel good in a quick, easy way. This can be a hug with a friend, family member, or even your pet. Pets are great for stimulating dopamine, and it's just that quick kick that you need to start you off. An easy tick on your to do list. I know a lot of us do this. We write down things that we've already done and we give it a tick, and who knows how it works, but it definitely gives me the dopamine boost. Another one is coffee or tea in the morning. Yes, too much coffee or tea might be unhealthy. I actually have um decaf tea now because with my stimulant medication you're not supposed to have caffeine and it does exactly the same thing for me it's just that hot warm comforting drink it always helps and it's very quick to do another one is a hot shower i love a nice warm shower it's the best way to let my mind run wild and just relax and it does stimulate that dopamine juice or a nice big drink of water will stimulate it as as well or light a candle just have a nice smell so you could spray something nice like a candle or you could use like an essential oil diffuser so there, are all my ideas for the starters next we're going to move on to mains remember these are our healthier choices when we've got more time and we're feeling under stimulated number one is read a book this is one of my favorites i love to read i find it very hard to get myself to sit down and read but my husband and I have designated some time where we always read together. Him doing it gets me to do it and I love it. Another one is catch up with a friend. I would say if this is if you're choosing this as a main, try and do it in person. You don't have to go out. You don't have to spend money. You can just have a walk together. They can just come round and sit in your living room and have a cup of tea. A friend catch up is such a good dopamine booster. You can bake, or if you're a good cook, you can cook. I would never choose cooking because I find it stressful, but I would bake a cake. That does give me dopamine. And guess what? You get a nice, tasty treat at the end of it. Meditation or a yoga session. This, it helps in a multitude of ways to stimulate that dopamine. It's well known that presence and meditation is really good for ADHD. We just find it hard to do because obviously, Our minds are moving a mile a minute. Yoga is a really good alternative because you have to concentrate on the physicality of it. And also, if you're doing a guided yoga, they help you with your breath and that stimulates dopamine too. Which leads me on to the next one, which is similar but not the same, and that is exercise. So, this is a longer exercise period for you, longer than the jumps or stretches and movement that you did as a starter. This could be a class, it could be an hour in the gym, it could be a walk or jog. Saying that you could, if you've got a pet, as I mentioned earlier, you could walk the dog, go out and play with the dog in the park, or you could just walk on your own, you don't need a pet. Then there's things like the cinema, or going to a restaurant or bowling or something. This is great with a friend, but there is the option to do this on your own. You don't always have to have someone with you. If you're brave, you can go and do these things alone. Cinema particularly is a good one because they're half empty all the time now, let's face it. So going to watch a real feel-good film on the cinema is really gonna boost your dopamine. Another one is play an instrument or sing. Creative activities like this really are a good dopamine boost and singing also stimulates you a lot because it's like vibrating in your body as well. Journaling, this is not for everybody and I go through phases with journaling. Sometimes I love it, sometimes I absolutely, the last thing I wanna do is pick up a pen. So see if that helps you. Another one would be any hobby that you're working on that brings you joy. It could be puzzles, it could be crochet, it could be bungee jumping, who knows, whatever hobby suits you. Board games. This requires obviously a friend, but another one that I've been playing that isn't a board game is solitaire or as my nan used to call it, patience. And I thoroughly believe that my nan had ADHD, but I'm not gonna sit here and diagnose her because who knows, but I thoroughly do. And all she used to do was sit and play cards all the time, playing patience or solitaire, as I like to call it. Or you could complete a self-care routine. There's nothing more I love than to really take the time to do my skincare to do my nails to do my eyelashes and just feel good about myself but I never ever do it because I feel like I haven't got enough time and also it's not the first thing that springs to mind when I'm feeling under stimulated so having it on a menu in front of me I think will be really good for me I know logically it's an option but for whatever reason when I'm feeling under stimulated it doesn't pop up as, why don't you do this? My brain doesn't suggest it. So having it written down on a dopamine menu that I can stick on the wall and see is really helpful. Which brings us on two sides. And remember, these are the things that we can do alongside boring tasks that we either don't wanna do or we have to do regularly and we just find them really boring. I love these. I use these all the time anyway. Number one is listen to a podcast. I absolutely do this or an audio book. I listen to Audible books and then I'm excited to clean them because I only let myself listen to them when I'm cleaning. So I'm like, oh, I need to listen to the next chapter or it makes me not want to stop cleaning because I know I'm not going to let myself listen once I stop cleaning. So that's always good, podcasts or an audiobook. Another one is music. You could have a specific playlist for a specific job and, be, and only let yourself listen to that one when you're doing that job. Call a friend This is a good one, I can't do this one. In theory it sounds good, but I get too distracted calling a friend and then I end up just sitting down and then I've got like rubber gloves on chatting to me mate on the phone and I haven't done anything. Smaller ways that you can use for sides to stimulate yourself while you're doing chores are a nice hot drink. So something, it's either cold or hot is stimulating in itself, but something that comforts you. I like a nice hot tea or hot chocolate and nice smells again candle diffuser whatever you want to use incense even really helps to stimulate the dopamine white noise some people like to listen to white noise or subliminals this is more like relaxing and helps you focus on the task at hand you could race the timer i've spoken about this before on my making work fun podcast This is where you set a timer for a task and then you race to see how much you can get done in that time. And you'd be amazed how this arbitrary game that you've just made up stimulates you. It's amazing. And the last on the sides list is body doubling. I've spoken about this multiple times. You don't need me to go into it, but it's been well observed that body doubling really helps people with task paralysis, people that need that dopamine boost to get through boring chores and tasks. So that's either having someone do the task with you, it's having a friend talk to you while you're doing the task, they don't need to be doing the same task as you, Or if you're like me and you don't like being perceived, you can listen to my body doubling membership. I've got that link down below in the show notes, but it's just a podcast that talks you through the task that you're trying to do at the same time in real time. And it means you don't have to have someone sitting there watching you do something. It just feels like a friend is there with you, which moves us on to desserts. Now, these are the unhealthy coping mechanisms, the unhealthy dopamine seeking behaviors, but they do need to be included because sometimes we need them and it doesn't matter whether they're unhealthy or not. We need something to stimulate us. And as long as we use them in exactly the same way as desserts, we use them as part of a balanced diet of dopamine, then it's absolutely fine. So examples of this would be scrolling on social media. Sometimes I like nothing more than to just zone out scrolling TikTok Which I know isn't great for me, but I don't do it all the time and it just helps me to relax. We can do online shopping. Again, you don't want to get carried away with this. I do online shopping where I fill my basket and then I just don't buy it. (laughs) That works very well and it's pretty healthy. We can play video games or games on your phone. Actual desserts are dessert dopamine fixes, so having a really luxurious heavy rich chocolate pudding or something would be stimulating your dopamine but as i say it's a quick high it's a quick fix and if you're going to be doing these all the time you're going to always be feeling under stimulated because once you've used that initial hit and then you crash the next time you try to use it again just doesn't hit the same way and you're just going to end up feeling really under stimulated and not being able to fulfill that with other healthier tasks Texting or WhatsApp is another way to do this or TV and Netflix. And then I'm just going to add down the bottom a little bonus that I found in my research that some people add, and that is the specials. So these are the big things that are obviously dopamine boosting, really fun. You're not going to use them on your day to day menu, but it's good to have them there just to remind you every so often throw one of these in the mix. So one would be a concert, two would be a nice holiday or trip three would be a trip to the theatre, four would be a really nice massage or facial, and five would be a shopping spree. And I just love this concept. If I was going to create one for myself, I wouldn't actually create one, I'd create three. I'd create three separate dopamine menus for myself and I'd do them on a rotor. So I'd put one up for week one, change it out for week two, and change it out again for week three. And then I'd start back at week number one, just to keep it fresh. And I'd just put it up on a Monday and then I'd choose from them throughout my week. And the way I suggest that you use this, what order you use it in, is the order of the menu. Like you eat this in order throughout your day. So you start your day with those starters, the deep breaths, the movement, the snack, This is gonna be the healthiest way for you to move through your day while staying stimulated with dopamine and not crashing early. You want low dopamine mornings. We need the stimulation. So we need dopamine. It's not a no dopamine morning. It's just low dopamine. So deep breaths, stretches, a nice hug, an easy tick on your to-do list, a hot shower, light a candle. That's such a great way to start your day and it's not gonna give you a crash. Then later in the day when you get a bit more time you can go for a run it's going to stimulate you can read a nice book you can do a self-care routine it's going to again keep you stimulated but not too much of a high and low and then those sides to get you through the boring things that's like perfectly balanced and then at the end of the day when you're really tired when you've done everything you need to do and you're just in bed and you haven't got the energy to do anything but you're feeling understimulated, that's the time when you can dig into those desserts. You can scroll, you can play your video games, you can watch telly, because guess what? Then you go to sleep and you're gonna reset for the next day. So I did promise you a freebie. And if you look down below, if I have created it properly, you should find a link to a blank copy of a dopamine menu for you to fill in for yourself. I'm also gonna add in some examples for you. I think I'm going to do one version of it with examples on it and one version of it that is blank for you to fill in. It's completely free. You can download it and print it out, or you can use it in one of your note apps on your iPad or something. I use Zodo, which is X-O-D-O, and you're just going to fill it in for yourself. I am printing out three of these for myself. As I said, I'm going to do week one, week two, week three, and I'm going to see how it works for me. And I'd love to hear if it works for you i'm really excited i think it's going to really help don't beat yourself up if you don't stick to it don't beat yourself up if you end up scrolling and in a scroll hole and dopamine deficient for the whole day that's what happens we've got adhd we just want to make healthy choices more often than not that's the goal progress not perfection Check out the other links down below as well. The body doubling and membership is down there that I mentioned where we do things in real time together. It's a bit of accountability for you and it works so well. I've got all my socials down there as well. There's Instagram at ADHDfest, TikTok, ADHD underscore fest or on Facebook, I'm on the group, ADHDfest, the group. Come and share with me in there how you've got on with this. And I hope you all have a wonderful weekend and I'll see you next week, guys. Bye.